0: Hello, and welcome to the Is It Just Me podcast. I am your host, Dr. Angie Inch. This podcast will entail truthful, transparent conversation about everyday life and lessons learned. This podcast is for everyone from teenagers to elderly, although some topics discussed may be rated R, but every conversation is based on living life and learning life lessons. Today, we're going to discuss overindulging slash addiction. Before I start, I would like to state this disclaimer. I am not an expert and everything that is being discussed is the independent opinion and reality of myself. I chose the topic of overindulging slash addiction and I put them together because I feel at a certain point overindulging can turn into addiction. So there are several things that individuals may choose to overindulge in. And there are several things that people get addicted to. When you sit back and you compare and contrast the pros and the cons, you will see that overindulging nine times out of 10 is an addiction or it can turn into an addiction if you continuously overindulge in certain things. So before we get deep into the topic, I wanted to discuss what are some things that individuals over in or become addicted to? So, of course, everyone knows drugs is like the number one thing. But in doing my research for this topic, a lot of things came up that people over-indulge in that can lead to an addiction. Food, shopping, sex, cleaning... There's several things that individuals can overindulge in that can turn into an addiction. You have to sit back and say to yourself, why do people overindulge in stuff or become addicted to certain things? For the most part, we know that sometimes with addiction, it can lead you on a downward spiral in your life. And then you have to sit back and you start to think, why would someone get addicted to something knowing that it's going to lead to a negative effect? And it more so becomes a psychological thing that happens or that transpires. And in order to get to the root of the addiction, you have to get to the root of the problem and what led to or what caused the addiction. So I know with individuals who experiment with drugs and who are addicted to drugs, for some of them, not for everyone, it turned into an addiction because they liked the way the drugs made them feel. They got high. I know with what I was told, I've never indulged in drugs, but from individuals that I know who have experienced and indulged in drugs, like with crack cocaine, your first experience or your first high that you get from crack cocaine, individuals state that you never get that high again. But because that high, is, it feels so good the first time, People keep going back because they want to get that high again and they never do. So they just keep going and keep going and keep going. They get high, but it's not like the first hit or the first high that they receive. And again, I'm not going to get into the scientific, psychological aspect of addiction and dopamine and what your body, when your body produces dopamine, what it does. I'm not going to get into all of that. But I know with indulging and in addiction again with with drugs people are chasing that first high or they like the way the drugs make them feel or they like the way the alcohol make them feel or some people that overindulge in like alcohol they drink and overindulge in alcohol because it allows them to momentarily escape whatever it is that they're trying to escape it can be life it can be a traumatic events it can be just everyday stresses that work. It can be different things that individuals are trying to get away from and they like the way the substance makes them feel when they utilize it. So they continuously do it, looking to get that same feeling or that same momentary gratification. I'm gonna admit something on here. I don't wanna say that it's an addiction, but it's, it, it, it most likely can be with me, I, I overindulge and I shop a lot and I sit back and I look at all of the things that I have. It's like in excess. This is not a brag post because when you start saying things and you put your personal information out there, individuals tend to make it seem like as if you're bragging about something. So this is not about bragging. This is about a real situation of me being an overindulger. And it becomes an addiction, or I say I overindulge, when I sit back and I look at all of the items that I have. I really cannot utilize all of these items at one time. Like, why do I still have them? It makes no sense for me to have over 200 pairs of sneakers. Like, it makes no sense for me to have 100 pairs of black jeans. And I'm not exaggerating. It got to the point for me where I had to sit back and I had to look at all of the things that I was buying in that I wasn't utilizing because I don't get dressed. I don't hang out anymore. Like I used to, I constantly buy clothes. I buy sneakers. I buy shoes. I buy bags and I don't go anywhere. So they're just brand new sitting in a bag, sitting in a closet, collecting dust. And I don't go anywhere. Now with me, I know that I'm doing this and I can, re- I can explain the reason behind it, but I haven't fully stopped. So again, it can turn, that's why I said it might be an addiction, but it's not like I just overindulge. Like you'll have individuals who are just overindulge in drugs. that will just be it. Or you have individuals that are overindulge in sex. that will be it. With me, I overindulge with everything that I buy. I buy a lot of everything. If I like something, for example, if there's a a brand of a bag that I like, I'll buy that brand and every color that I like. I don't need four of the same bags in different colors. And I know this, but again, I still purchase things. And it hasn't gotten to a point to where I'm a hoarder or where it's, I choose to purchase something and my house is getting foreclosed on or something like that. But it's like, when I sit back and I look and I'm like, you have all of these things and you keep buying things. At what point do I realize, okay, you're doing too much. And again, it's not just bags or shoes. I overbuy paper towels, this this detergent. So speaking from my personal experience, I know why I do those things. My problem becomes, why don't I stop? That's the thing that I haven't kind of grasped yet. Like I know why I overbuy stuff because I grew up in foster care. I didn't always have access to those things. Some of my foster parents lacked in certain areas. So they didn't buy me clothes. Like, oh, it's not enough money for you to get clothes. Or they went according to the guidelines of what your foster boarding check was. And for the most part, your board check, the majority, the bulk of the money is room and board. They might have gave like $50 for clothes. And you think about it. This is in the 90s. Where was I getting clothes at for $50 a month? Let's be for real. This is how I ended up packing bags in the supermarket, making my own money so that I can go and buy my own stuff. Because the $50 that they sent me a month, I was making that in two to three days, packing bags in the supermarket. So that's how I was able to buy my own clothes. But again, I say, I know why I do the things I do because certain areas and certain things I lacked growing up when I got older and I got to the point where I was like, okay, I can make my own money I can get my own stuff. I always said to myself that I'm never going to be an individual who is lacking or who doesn't have something. So I began to buy stuff. It's never a time that we're going out and I can say, I don't have no clothes because I have an abundance of clothes. It's never going to be a time when we're going out and I don't have no sneakers. I have abundance of sneakers. So again, I know that I overindulge and I do those things. So I know what my reason of overindulging slash being addicted to buying things is. Why do other people do it? And what is their reason behind it? And again, sometimes it can be psychological or it can be PTSD or it can be them dealing with or trying to fill a void in their life. I know with me shopping, when my mother fell ill, it was unexpected. She was healthy, fine. I was just with her like two days before she passed out. And actually I was on the phone with her the day before she passed out and became ill. And the whole time that she was in the hospital, she was in a coma. I was there. I shopped because that was something that me and my mother used to do. We used to shop a lot. She would see something and be like, "Oh, Mooka, you like this? I'm gonna order. I'm gonna order it for us." And vice versa, same thing. So while I was passing time in the hospital, that's what I did. I shopped. I was buying a little bit of everything, but for the most part, I was buying mass sneakers. When I decided to sit back and look at it, I had ordered like. 23 pairs of sneakers. Why do I need 23 pairs of sneakers? I only have two feet. So I understand (laughs) there's not a need for it, but yet I still continue to buy it. But again, I know my issue stems from growing up, not having things and making sure that once I am an able-bodied adult, that I won't never lack in those areas. And it can be the same thing for individuals. Will become addicted to drugs it's something in their life that maybe they were lacking or a hole or a void that they're trying to fill and the satisfaction that they get from the drug it temporarily satisfies the void that they fill whatever void it is I, and I'm, I'm just speaking hypothetically because i i don't know i can't sit here and say what individuals that are addicted to drugs what exactly their issue is. But I do know with some of them, they may have mental illness. They may have PTSD. They may have some type of emotional void that they're trying to fill. It's something that they're lacking. Nobody just wakes up and decides that I'm going to be addicted to drugs. It's a process and it's something that happens. So why they're going to get that drug fills that void that they have, but it's always momentarily. It's not a long-term thing. And that's with anything. And that's something that I know, which I realized that I came to the realization is that me purchasing things, it makes me happy when I get it. It's, oh yes, they got these and I'm going to get these. It makes me happy momentarily. But then I sit back and I look around and I have all of these things, but I still don't have a mother. I understand it, but I continue to do it even though I understand it if that makes sense to those that's listening. I know what my void is. My void is that I miss my mother and I don't want to blame my mother passing away on my overindulgence or addiction to shopping because I was buying stuff prior to. However, since my mother fell ill and eventually passed away, it did get worse is what I'm going to say. Like I did pick up and start buying more stuff. And sometimes when I'm in the mood or I'm down, I add to cart. Does it make it right? No. I know that I don't need anything. Again, not to brag, but I have two feet. What do I need 200 pairs of sneakers for? I get it. But again, whenever I get upset or I'm feeling down or I'm feeling lonely because I miss my mother, I add to cart and I'm ordering something. Again, it comes, it sits. I, I don't wear it. I very rarely wear the things that I order when I order them. So a lot of times I'll be shopping and I get so much stuff. I have so much new stuff that I haven't worn that when I do actually wear something, it's from a year or two ago, that's brand new. So again, another thing is I know that I don't need to purchase anything because I can go in my closet and literally pull something out brand new. And that's from head to toe shirt, pants, shoes, underclothes, pocketbook, but I continue to buy. The question becomes, why? And I don't have the answer to it. I don't know why. Because again, I know what the issue is. And I know that this is what I keep doing. But I don't know why. And I sometimes feel like individuals that do drugs know the same thing. You're going to use the drugs. It's going to lead to a negative, ex- negative spiral. Why do the drugs? But you still do it. So I definitely can understand. It's just, I don't know the why behind it. It's just certain things we overindulge in. Now I'm not educated in the realm of why individuals get addicted to sex or they overindulge in sex, but again, I'm going to state that I know that anytime anyone overindulges in something or becomes addicted to something, it's because they're trying to fill some type of void. I want to believe that individuals that overindulge in sex, they're doing that to fill some type of void, some type of emotional void or connection, something that they probably lacked when they were kids or maybe as an adult or something traumatic happened. I'm not too sure. I just know, speaking for me and for myself, When I say I overindulge in shopping, I know mine comes from my childhood, me not never wanting to be the individual that doesn't have something as well as my mom not being here and us sharing that shopping thing. Like me and my mother would shop all the time. We would go to Macy's on 34th Street and be in Macy's for hours. We go to the mall and be in the mall. we go to the mall at 12 o'clock and be in the mall to nine o'clock till it close. That was something that me and my mother did. My mother, she was online and she saw something and we had similar tastes. She saw something that she liked for both of us and she, oh, Muka, I'm gonna get this. She will order it. And with me not having my mother here, it's a really big void because I feel like I, I don't have anyone aside from my children. At times when I get in a mood or I feel some type of way, I start shopping. I add to cart because again, I miss my mother and I miss that bond that we shared. with other individuals. Again, it may be that they're trying to fill a void. So they use the drugs, the drugs fills that void to make you feel better even though it's only temporarily. So again, overindulging and becoming addicted to things, it can take an emotional and a financial toll on you and your family. It all depends on what level, because it's different levels to it, what level of addiction or overindulging that you're in. If you're like at the beginning stages and this is just something that you just picked up, so you started to notice. Like you're doing something a little bit more all the time. Like the same thing. Let's say you're smoking weed a little bit more than before. Like you went from smoking like one blunt a week to now you're smoking every day. So it's like gradual. It doesn't just start with you automatically being addicted to it. Like you liked how you, how it made you feel and it helped you relax. You did it. You smoked the weed. Now it went from smoking weed once a week to smoking weed three times a week. Then it went from smoking weed three times a week, now to smoking weed five times a week. Then it went from smoking weed five times a week for you smoking every day. So it's like, it's a, a gradual level. You go from different levels when you're overindulging or addicted to something. And that's the same thing like with individuals who smoke crack. You might've smoked crack the first time, you chasing that high, you did it. Okay, a couple of days go by, you got high again. A few days go by, you got high again. And then till it turned into like several times a day, You're smoking crack. So it's like different levels to addiction. It's different levels to you overindulging in something and becoming addicted to whatever it is that you're overindulging or being addicted to. Again, the same thing like with shopping. It's okay. It seemed like the more money I made, instead of me putting the money, saving it, I do save, but... When I do get extra money, oh, I could buy me a bag or, oh, I could buy me some shoes or, oh, I could buy me this coat or it's not more so to where as I have the mindset to be like, well, no, I don't need nothing. I have 50 coats, 200 pairs of shoes. I don't need to buy nothing. I'm saying, okay, I got extra money. I'm going to buy something. So it's like different levels and the more money you make, of course, the more money you spend, not everyone. I'm talking in reference to myself. The more money I make, the more money I spend. And now I have more money at my disposal. Again, I know what my issue is with overindulging slash addiction. I can't speak for anyone else, but I do know it definitely comes from trying to fill some type of void. I constantly say that I'm working on being more financially free. And when I say financially free, I'm trying to teach myself and condition myself and discipline myself to only spend money when I have to, when it's necessary, like on the necessary bills and not so much buy things because I want it. Because again, it's not a need, it's not a necessity, it's a want. So I'm trying to condition myself and teach myself that you don't need it. Like you have the things to do it with what you utilize, what you have. You don't need to purchase anything else. I haven't fully gotten there. I'm not even going to sit here and act like I'm so financially free that I got it. And every dime is saved and I'm sitting on the million dollars. I'll be a liar. However, I know that I have acknowledged that there's an issue with me purchasing things and I'm trying to scale back. When I get upset or I'm mad about something or I'm I'm in my feelings or I miss my mom, I do tend to still purchase things. So that's something that I'm trying to work on. I'm trying to put that energy somewhere else. When I get upset or I start thinking about my mom, I'm trying to figure out something else that I can do so that I don't go and I don't buy something. Because again, I don't get dressed. I don't hang out like that. And when I say I don't get dressed, I go to work looking homeless and that's cause I'm dealing with little kids. I'm there with little kids all day and I don't feel the need to dress up. They rubbing their snot on my pants. I'm not going to wear $600 jeans for these kids to put snot on my pants. Like I'm not doing that. For the most part I'm in spandex hoodies or I wear long sleeve dresses. When the weather breaks and it's nice during the summer, I wear capris. But it's like spandex. It's not outfits, but again. I'll be somewhere online, looking, telling myself that I'm going to go somewhere, get these outfits and say, I'm going to go. Then it comes time for me to go. And I'm like, I'm not going to that shit. Like, I don't want to be bothered. I don't know if this is a phase that I've been going through. I'm just really content with just being in my bubble. I don't know if it's because it's so much fake and weird stuff going on out in the streets, or if it's just, I'm at a stage in my life where I partied. When I was younger, I was in parties way before I was old enough to be in parties. I don't know if it's I'm over that part or if it's just this phase in my life where I just feel like it's, I'm changing. I don't know, but I really be trying to amp myself up to go places and then come time to go and I'm like, I'm not going. But again, I don't order these outfits saying I'm going to wear these outfits and outfits never get worn. I know it's some things that I have to work on so that I can get to that space when I feel over in I feel like buying something that I don't do it. And I put that energy into something else. I'm trying to make it to where as I put that energy into maybe working out, but I'm allergic to exercise. So I haven't gotten there yet, but I keep saying that I'm going to one day, but it just hasn't gotten there yet. So I'm just trying to find something that I can put my energy into that'll be positive as opposed to me adding to cart. But the thing that I did learn and purchasing things, even with my mom being gone is that you can't substitute happiness with material possessions, or you can't substitute happiness with drugs, because when you come down from that high of being on drugs, or you come down from that high of purchasing that new item, the same issues are still going to be present. So that's something that I know that I've been working on. I get excited and I'm happy. Oh, I got that new bag. But then when the reality sits in, my mom is still not here. So it's like, how do you work on dealing with those issues, knowing that's still going to be the issue. And I think because of the relationship that I had with my mother, and because I didn't have my mother for my childhood, my mother didn't come home from jail until I was 17 and a half. We had a relationship, she was in jail. We had a great relationship while she was incarcerated, but she was not physically present in my life. So I don't want anyone to get anything misconstrued. My mother was present in my life, but not physically present. She was emotionally available to me via telephone, via visit, via um, letter, but she was not physically present. And we built a strong bond while she was away. So when she did come home, I was 17 our bond got stronger because it's like we already had this connection. So I feel like I lost so much time because I didn't have her from the time I was six till I was was almost six. I, I was five and a half until I was 17. And then when she was around, she was around for 20 years. She passed away when I was 37. So I feel like I got shorted with having my mother there and as close as we were. So again, life is teaching me so much as I get older and as I mature and as I evolve into the woman that I'm supposed to be, but it's still dealing with overindulgent and addiction. I'm just working on how do I maneuver with that? And I'm sure there's so many people who are trying to deal with overindulgent and addiction in their own right. So Again, I don't have all the answers. I just felt like this was something that was near and dear to me that I wanted to discuss and I wanted to put out there. And for those of you who are struggling with overindulging and addiction, there's light at the end of the tunnel for us. I honestly and I truly believe like there's light at the end of the tunnel for us. Again, I have accepted the fact of why I do what I do with my situation. And I feel like once you get to the point where you accept that fact and you know what it is, Even though I didn't go right away into fixing it, I know what it is and why I do it. I'm working on trying to fix it. So again, like I said, I'm pretty sure there's quite a few people who can relate to overindulging and addiction and why you do it and how momentarily being addicted or overindulging in things, it temporarily fills that void that you have. I'm on the path working towards overcoming being addicted to buying things. So I'll keep you guys posted to let you know how that goes and how this path, where it leads me to, I don't want this path to lead me to buying anything else, but I know I'm going to motherfucking buy something else. I ain't even going to act like I'm not going to buy some shit that I don't need. Cause I don't really need anything. And everyone that knows me personally knows I don't have to buy shit, never. And that's the thing that I have to keep telling myself to get me to not buy something. It's like, girl, you don't even need that. But I still find myself buying shit. But again, I'm addressing it, working on it. I hope all those of you out there that are dealing with overindulging and addiction, you get the help that you need and you get to a space to where as you no longer have to overindulge or be addicted to anything. Thank you for joining me on the Is It Just Me podcast. I am your host, Dr. Angie Ange. Please join me next week when we will have an open discussion where we discuss a variety of different topics.